0: I, uh, I met Vince Gilligan, (gasps) Gillian. You met him? Yeah, he, is it Gilligan or Gillian? I always fuck it up. Which
1: hand did you use to touch his
0: hand? (laughs) (laughs) It was my right hand. Always the right hand. I need
1: you to use that hand to do something to me. (laughs) Lights, camera, action.
0: Like, do you have 12 hours (laughs) to watch two Apatow movies?
1: (laughs) He's got J-Lo back. You don't just get J-Lo back.
0: What's the worst like acid trip you've ever had? Well, this is Red Band Podcast, baby. Movies, music, conspiracies, deep existential crises. It's all inside and it's all unfiltered. So let's get started. Yeah, why not? Why not? They have crime podcasts, but there's, I, don't, I don't think they have a crime <laughs> podcast where they actually commit crimes.
1: That's a brilliant idea. It is. Too many crime podcasts. And you crime podcasters, exactly to his point, Bunch of posers you are.
0: Yeah, to Bunch call yourself posers. a crime podcast. Have
1: you even stolen something from a Walmart obsessed with murder? No. You know what someone told me once? I told them I went to the Museum of Death, and she said people who are into those things have not had enough trauma in their life. And wow. I said, damn, you might be right. So you crime podcasters? Yeah. Yeah. Let me kill your cat in front of you or something. <laughs> might change your mind.
0: That's dark. That's dark? But I wouldn't doubt that someone's at least attempted that podcast idea. Yeah, I guess if they had, they
1: wouldn't uh, be free to let us know that to they'd put be it out incarcerated. There. I think human beings should have the freedom to know how to get away with murder.
0: I but think we do. I think, it's in, I think it's in all of us.
1: I think so. <laughs> okay, all so us. you do subscribe to that idea? Yeah. You kind of go with that one?
0: Sure. I mean, it's like the famous Pac once said. Mm. Tupac.
2: Mm.
0: I ain't gonna kill it, but don't push me.
2: That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> That yeah. couldn't be more true on some days. Absolutely. This no, is because yeah. uh, I wanted to get it right. Mm. How to get away with murder. This is what it says. A group of ambitious law students and their brilliant criminal defense professor become involved in a twisted murder plot that promises to change the course of their lives.
1: Mm. And it's a live-action drama? It is. Okay. Yeah. Starring? Uh, Viola Davis. The Viola Davis. We like her. We do. We just talked about Suicide Squad last week. She's in that, right? She is. She's Amanda Waller.
0: She is Amanda Waller. You know, last week was
1: DC-heavy, but I think this week is going to be a little, uh, maybe a little Marvel-heavy.
0: A little Marvelous?
1: A little marvelous yes (laughs) absolutely we were finally treated well first of all do we need to say who we are who are should we i don't know i don't don't know we did
0: it last week i guess if nobody listened in case you didn't see the title of it when you clicked on the episode to listen to it
1: we're gonna need to do a good marketing push i know i want that i want what what you're getting at there i want we don't have to introduce ourselves. Now that you say that, none of the podcasts I listen to ever introduce themselves.
0: No. I think it's
1: my comedy background, mm. where I think every time I need to go on stage, I yeah. to, like, tell people who I am, like, hey, just so everyone knows, I'm Elijah Williams, <laughs> blah, 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 And that's usually how I start my set. I just realized yeah. I don't have the IMDB app, so I'm getting that right now.
0: Oh, dude, that's that, a must for yeah, me.
1: Especially for this podcast, we have to have that.
0: Have to. I've had that app installed on my phone for years now. I don't know why it started, but like, it's just kind of one of those things where I'm like, who's in this movie? Who is that?
1: Well, I think you and I are kindred spirits in that way. Mm -hmm. Kindred or kindred spirits? Mm. Because I've never, I'd like to know, I'd like to, I'd like to have that one down because I feel like it's one of those that I'm going to say too much.
0: (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) yeah. I So I typed in kindred. Yeah. And I got all kinds of COVID-19 safety info. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a healthcare hospice place here. Oh. So I need to p- type in probably kindred meaning.
1: I, I think, I guess that answers it.
0: It says one's family and relations. Ah. So look, oh, you know, I'm going to type, there we go. Kindred spirit. I guess it is kindred. A person whose interests or attitudes are similar to one's own. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think me and you are the same in the way... I guess I could have just said me and you are the same. Me and you are the same. <laughs> in that, uh, do you always go to the IMDb trivia page after you watch a movie?
0: Not always, but I definitely like going there because you get like little... I like I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I like like, uh, in this scene, this wasn't actually... And I like that that turned into a meme. Um, mm. s- like Star Wars, I think they had one where it was like... <laughs> um, the actor, is it Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. or Christian Haydenson?
1: No, no, it's Hayden Christensen. Hayden
0: Christensen, okay.
1: But should it have been Christian Haydenson?
0: I think it rolls a little bit. Well, Christian Haydenson. Hayden Christensen.
1: George Lucas fucked up something else.
0: Something, just one more thing. Uh, who plays Anakin? They were like, he he walked onto set one day and started slaughtering the children, and I just kept the cameras rolling. <laughs> like <laughs> if it was fucking improv.
1: I like that. That reminds me of, um, do you do Reddit?
0: No, I've never had a Reddit. Interesting.
1: There's a Reddit page called Movie Details that always gives you, like, a super interesting movie detail, you know, like, some continuity type thing. And then, uh, and then there's shitty movie details. Okay. Where it'll be like, Hayden Christensen really hated sand so much that he <laughs> improvised that he hates sand. Yeah. And that's Natalie Portman's actual reaction To him hating sand in the moment, wondering what the fuck he's doing.
0: (laughs) I love that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, sometimes on the trivia page on IMDB, you could tell that someone just wrote some shit on there. Because it seems like kind of Wikipedia. I was going to say, yeah.
0: (laughs) can't anyone just go in there? I think
1: they can. There will be like three of the same thing. And then there will be something where it's like someone really just took their own. Interpretation of it and put it on there. They'll be like purple represents grief in this film. And it's like no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Why'd you put that on the IMDb trivia page? I think don't they teach you in film school that there's no set color for like a set emotion? But at the same time, oftentimes it can be pretty associated. Like
0: it could. I mean, obviously, like colors like red mm-hmm. are very like volatile, evil. Mm. Right. Even in Star Wars, red lightsabers are Siths.
1: Also lustful. Also
0: lust, though. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, drive. There's a lot of passion in red. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Red's an intense one. It is. Yeah. And then you got your, like, Well, If you're David Fincher, yellow everywhere. Just yellow. Yellow. Lots of yellow. I feel like it. I don't think I'm crazy to say that. I think... I haven't watched all of his shit. Why? I've talked too much about him. I talked about him on the last podcast. I don't want to talk about him anymore.
0: Okay. All right. We don't have to. <laughs> it's all right. This is a safe space. <laughs> too much Fincher. Too much, too
1: much Fuck Fincher. It. Who else was? Well, you know, Wes Anderson, he's got some yellows around.
0: He does all kinds of he's like everything. I don't know. He does very well. Actually, I guess it's really just one movie that I've never seen, which is that Grand Budapest Hotel movie.
1: You haven't seen that either. Mm
0: hmm. It's like everywhere, all the time.
1: Right. I think that's something that we haven't seen that we both would like, but that's also super pretentious and film schooly type mm. shit. But I think we would like it. So no, I, it, the, it's it's amazing how deep and complex filmmaking is, and how many people want to do it mm. without understanding that. And when you get. I think people don't even, I wonder, what I wonder is if people understand why they love the movies they love. And that was Mm. what I wanted to crack getting into film school, is I wanted to know why I loved certain things about certain movies. And I feel like I learned, and it's kind of to what you're saying. It's like, it's that every, every element has meaning behind it. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't always have to be that serious, but when you're talking about a lens... Like, a lens can create an illusion of, of something that has meaning. It's like, well, we're using this wide lens to make this character look a certain way because in this moment he feels like this, you know? And it's yeah. like it goes, like, that deep. And, like, that's all unconscious. That's all tapping on your unconscious. You don't know maybe that you like that. I think, especially for our peers in the film programs, making this content without putting those deeper thoughts into it, without putting those deeper meanings into it, really just kind of pressing record, putting things on a tripod, going to a Walmart. And not really doing much else than that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, look, this is a fucking dog eat dog industry. Like, you're not going to get anywhere just like dicking around like that. Like, and I think that's where I don't know how it confronts you, but it definitely confronts me where it's like, I need to make sure I actually want to do this for real, for real. And I need to make sure I'm actually going to like put in that extra kind of effort, because if not, then I'm just going to be playing with my fucking dick.
0: Like, yeah. There's certainly um, something to just, like, turning on a camera and going and doing something, definitely. Mm -hmm. But I think for sure there's an element of, like, those people who are just, like, they're trying way too hard. They're not actually tapping into what they want to say, which I've always struggled with. It's always like, well, what are you trying to say? What do you want to say? And I'm like, uh... Like, I think I know. And Mm -hmm. then, like, when they ask me that, I'm like, maybe I don't. Maybe I have no idea, which I'm fully willing to admit. Mm -hmm. It's hard sometimes knowing what you want to say. Yeah, those people who just try way, way too hard without really having anything to say, they're like, I just, I I want this to look like it has a lot of meaning. Mm -hmm. But there's not. Right. (laughs) Like, there's, it looks like it should be important or it looks like it should be saying something deep. But then when it's over, you're like, well, that wasn't deep really at all. Like you just did a lot of weird stuff. That's quote unquote artistic.
1: I don't think like, and this is what getting into with the film stuff, a love for film is the baseline, but I think, and I don't know how you feel about this, but like life experiences are a wonderful prerequisite for art. Mm -hmm. Doesn't even have to be pain. No, doesn't have to be suffering, but just life experiences. Like I imagine, what i would have and you did you go right into film school right after high school
0: yeah, oh, yeah. you did mm-hmm.
1: and you know i don't know it seems to have progressed for you I, I and i'm like thinking i couldn't have imagined myself at 18 i just think about like 26 now mm-hmm. and i'm like knowing what you want to say kind of how you said it's like how can you know that at a young yeah. age like that like you just how could you even know like what you're doing like when I was 18, 19 I personally just wanted to make Seth Rogen stoner comedies yeah you know what I mean that's like all I thought I just wanted to put two cameras next to each other and, and improvise like that's all I thought like was what I wanted to do in film and like then you know I saw some shit I went <laughs> through some shit yeah you know I've been some places some dark crevices of this earth, you know, oh, man. scorched by fucking lack of sunlight and yet <laughs> fires of hell. Whoa. And like, I'm just like, oh, like, that's like, that's what drives my art now. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, now I know what I want to say a little bit more because I've been through some stuff. Yeah. You know? And I imagine you feel pretty similarly being that we're the same age, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. Also, I just want to say, wow. I've never heard something as as like poetic almost <laughs> as scorched by darkness. Or as, I'm sorry, scorched by lack of sunlight. Mm. Cause immediately when you say scorched, I was like, oh fire, mm-hmm. sun. But scorched by lack of sunlight. Yes. The you darkest. Have, you have been through some shit.
1: <laughs> God, that's another podcast. that's a different podcast.
0: That's that different, is.
1: That's a different podcast. I don't even know. I even think in these apartment complexes we're sitting in right now, I've seen a thing or two. Probably. Yeah. You know, Breaking Bad is so realistic that when I saw Jesse Pinkman, I really believed that he must have followed around my Uncle Timothy for inspiration for that character. Really? I was like, that is my Uncle Tim. Damn. Like, I was like, including... Rest in peace, Uncle Tim. Sorry to put your biz out there. Um, love you, miss you. Uh, but yeah, even the cooking meth part. <laughs> You're like that. Being said, <laughs> that being said. <laughs> like the cooking meth part. Yeah, you know the 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 former uh, suburban high school kid uh, turned uh, drug manufacturer seller. Yeah, uh, and I just like. Just to give people an understanding about like this isn't a game. Like this is real life. Like this yeah, is my yeah. shit. Like I seen I've been out here, I've been seeing it, like this is this is like Tuesday for us yeah. is breaking bad. Yeah. This is not a fucking game.
0: I uh I met Vince Gilligan. <gasps> Gillian? You met yeah, he... Is it Gilligan or Gillian? Like, I always fuck it up. Which
1: hand did you use to touch his hand?
0: <laughs> it was my right hand. Always yeah, the right hand. I need you
1: to use that hand to do something to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I uh, I still have never watched it.
1: What a brilliant man.
0: Gilligan. Okay, it's Gilligan. Yeah. I don't know why.
1: No, I don't, you know... On here, I'm not... I'd I, I like to not fangirl as, about as many things, but boy that vince gilligan
0: what's amazing to me how crazy the level of collaboration is when it comes to i mean a movie obviously but like writers specifically right like you see like oh this movie was written by judd apatow and immediately i think like oh i just picture judd apatow at the computer of course typing away leslie mann comes in (laughs) makes a joke he's like oh that's funny honey yeah puts it in there but uh, like
1: Iris Apatow comes in. Yeah.
0: She's like, dad,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little too skimpy of an outfit. He sends her back to go change.
0: <laughs> and then he writes that in the yeah. scene. He's like, ah, oh, that would be yeah, great. Be I could so put, that funny.
1: put all my daughters and everything. Honestly, actually, and, and so just uh, even more off track, but the, uh, uh, I already forgot her name, but the other daughter, kind of killing it. Maud. Wait, so I'm thinking, no, Mod, Mod's the one who's killing it. I mean, Iris is killing it too, but Maud definitely killing it.
0: Really? What has she been in? Euphoria. Oh, I haven't seen and that show.
1: She was in King of Staten Island. Pete Davidson.
0: She was. I did see that movie. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But you're right. I, 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 Yes. You see written by and you think like, yeah. And and then maybe that maybe this is a good thing to talk about because I think that that's what I should be doing. Right. And mm-hmm. maybe you're about to tell me that that's not really just how it goes.
0: Yeah. So what I my point was, like, I started watching his master class. Mm. And in that, he just reveals like how much input is actually taken just from other people and big input. It's not like oh, a a small line change like he'll take his script and he'll show it to like other comedians. Right. And um, I mean, obviously, like you expect something like that for writers rooms with TV shows. Definitely. There's like 15 people in a room and they come up with a a script for an episode. But like for movies um, in the masterclass, he talked about how he didn't know how to end The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Mm. And he was working with um, a comedian. I don't know. I'm spacing his name. He passed away, though. Anyway, so he was talking about how he didn't know and he was struggling with it. And he was trying to figure it out for weeks, months. And finally, he had a meeting with you know Steve Carell. And he was like, you know, it's almost there. I just I don't know how to end 40-Year-Old Virgin. And Steve Carell was like, what if I just start singing a song? And then... Judd Apatow was like, "That's that's great, yeah, we can do that." And now it—that's how 40-year-old Virgin ends. They that's just break hilarious. out and singing that song uh, "Age of Aquarius." Yes, and it's like, "Damn, I'm over here thinking like he comes up with every single thing," and and it's there's actually just so much input from all these different people.
1: That's why there's so many different drafts always, right? Like, I think the most unhealthy screenwriting thoughts that I have is that I'm going to end up with my finished product after I take my first crack at it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And not only that, but that, um, but I also hate that. Fuck my throat right now. (laughs) Dude. Jesus. You would think I would have got caught a. Fucking glob of cum in my
0: throat. <laughs> and maybe you do. I mean, I don't know. I, I just quit smoking recently. Oh, okay.
1: Well, and I might. <laughs> and I might. I uh,
0: I just got over tonsillitis, man.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that.
0: That was awful. Yeah. Really bad because there's nothing for it. No. I would have rather had strep throat because mm-hmm. they would have been like, here's some the antibiotics. They would have at least did that. No. They were like... Kind of just, you know, eat some ice cream, eat soft foods, gargle salt water, mm-hmm. wait and just wait.
1: Yeah. And none of that stuff. Actually, I mean, it works, but it like in the moment, it just still sucks. It's still terrible.
0: Yeah, man. Like there was a point where I was taking three ibuprofen at a time and I could still feel pain mm-hmm. in my throat. You're like, oh, just go to sleep. <clears throat> couldn't do that either. No, yeah. would, I couldn't. Like, it wouldn't. My body would not allow <laughs> me, dude. I kept jolting awake from mm. snorting. I'd be like, <laughs> I would just wake up, dude. Every, every single time I tried to fall asleep. I probably went close to 48 hours without sleep at one point. Fucking Because I just, I was, lo- I was actually losing my mind, like going crazy because I just, was so dead tired and all I wanted to do was go to sleep. My body would not let me because I I would wake up like that. Every time I was about to drift off to sleep, it would jolt me awake.
1: You went through the fucking ringer.
0: Yeah. I was actually losing my mind. Like actually just like up all the time, like pacing, just like please. I would, I was trying everything. I was like, let me sit up. Let me lay down. I would go and, uh, I take a, like a really hot shower to try and open up all my nasal passages and stuff. And as I was standing in the shower, I was falling asleep and I felt myself fall forward. And I was like, oh, Jesus, it was awful to the point where I was like, let me just let the shower steam up the bathroom. I'll bring a pillow and blanket and sleep on the floor in the bathroom. It was so bad. I tried everything, (laughs) everything until finally, like it started to clear up and then, and then I could sleep, but. Too much detail. T M I. Oh,
1: that's some good body horror. It right is. There. That's some good body horror. Take care of yourself. You said you wanted to, you know, learn a little bit about the horror genre. Like, yeah, there it are, is. Those are the descriptive natures of what, what makes us cringe. That's, that's going to be uh,
0: Jordan Peele's next big one, right there. Yeah. Someone with <laughs> Yeah guy gets tonsillitis, <laughs> can't sleep, and then it becomes a mind bender. You're like, oh, is all this stuff happening because he's losing his mind because he can't sleep because of the tonsillitis? Right, right. Or is it actually happening?
1: And the whole time, he didn't even have tonsils. Damn. The whole time, he didn't even have tonsils. Write that down. And they never explained then what was happening to him. You know, I'm kind of hating that about movies lately.
0: They just don't explain stuff?
1: Uh, Like explain a little bit, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, like it doesn't have to be always, it doesn't have. I think the trend now is to leave it completely open ended, Mm -hmm. like to just not even explain a smidge of it. Yeah. And maybe that's the movies I'm watching. Maybe. Because I'm, I love, you know, I love my indie. Yeah. My A24. I love my slow burn horror films Mm -hmm. and in those genres they love to just not explain anything and I don't hate it but like I don't like I'm not even asking you to spoon feed it to me I'm not even asking you to like give me every detail but I'm just like don't ignore it because it leaves me to believe that 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 I I could almost assume that that's them being lazy. Like, I could write a complex fucking movie and then just not explain what was complex about it. Yeah. And then just, like, make you think that, like, it was super smart.
0: Do you think it's—I mean, I'm sure it's an artistic choice. It's, like, an intentional choice. Everything is in movies, they say. But do you think it's because we're getting into an era where people are, like, afraid— a little more afraid to like put that final stamp on something because people will hate it. Or is it just because that particular genre is so hard to end? It is really hard to give a horror movie a really good, satisfying ending. Absolutely. And so it is easier to just leave it open. Let mm-hmm. them, let them decide what the ending kind of was like, let people talk about it.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I think, I think there is some fear to that. Um, putting that final stamp on it I also just think there's some like there's a, just a general pretentiousness and like those are my favorite creators right now are those guys but like they're also I'm just like you're just really like you know and I love Ari Aster, Robert Eager's The Lighthouse, Midsummer, mm. and at the same time I'm just like yeah like what was this about? again? You know, like (laughs) what? And like, and then I watch it two more times and I feel like I get it a little more, but I'm just like, wow. Like you guys really, I think what, I really think what it is, is like, they want the people who aren't, they want people to hate it who they don't want to come see their movies.
0: That's Mm. what I'm thinking. Okay. Weed them out.
1: They want to weed them out. Yeah. They want to be like, yeah, I want you to hate this. Only one, a certain type of person is going to love this movie and a certain type of person is going to hate this movie. And the type of person that's going to hate this movie is never going to come see my movies again. And good fucking riddance. I don't fucking want you. And I think that's what she saw with, uh, uncut gems, safety brothers. Mm, I
0: still have yet to see that.
1: They drew people in with Sandler. Yeah. And you got people walking out of the movie because, they're like this isn't grown-ups <laughs> yeah. you know but um it horror is definitely hard to end and and that brings me back to high school for sure thinking about um like when paranormal activity came out mm. and then like it that genre really i don't know about you if, at least for me that genre really like hooked me in yeah and then the ending was like so good I and mean, famously i think um was it Spielberg, possibly, who came in and gave them a new... No, like, it was some really famous director. He came in and he gave, I think his name's Aaron Pelley, the original director. I think he gave him kind of a new ending idea on how to end Paranormal Activity. Hmm. And that kind of gave it its, like, boom, it gave it its punch. And yeah. And like found footage horror became so popular and huge every time though they fucking would fumble the ending so bad Mm. i'm trying to think about how other horror movies ended in the past i think they usually had like decent resolutions i think in the past it was pretty commonplace for like a horror film to have a resolution that either ended well for the people involved and then it usually gives you that like last touch of like but the evil thing's not gone forever. Yes. yes.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> 100%. That's like, that was like the go-to ending, I feel like. Mm-hmm. that's That was like every single, you could see that coming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's like every Halloween, dude's still not dead, we're about to get right. another Halloween movie. Part of, I mean, I guess you could argue like, oh, that's the, that's the niche of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like what is expected. What, I mean, what do you want from a horror movie ending? As a fan, mm-hmm. like, what do you want? Do you want to see them, Happily ever after, do you want to feel like, ooh, sick, like a sick feeling in your stomach afterwards, like unsettled? Right. Do you want, like, hints of, like, hey, there's more here? Mm -hmm. Do you want it up in the air? Like, what do you, as a fan, what do you look for as, like, I want this thing to make me feel this way when it's over?
1: That's a good question. I think, um, personally... And this would not be feasible. I think if if every movie ended as well as I think *Hereditary* did, mm-hmm. and you know what's funny is like I'm just I just sat here and I talked about how they're not explaining stuff too much. Ari Aster *Midsummer* at the end, um, very not explanatory. Mm-hmm. Ari Aster at the end of *Hereditary* explains literally everything that was going on the whole time in incredible detail. I liked that. And I remember the person I saw hereditary with didn't like that for some reason. But what I was trying to say is the, the the sense that the movie hereditary gives you at the end of it, what I love about it is it's a completely hopeless, sick feeling in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And like that, I guess that's like that masochistic piece of what loves a good horror film where it's like, yeah, like, Take my soul away.
2: like You know what I mean? Like yeah. make
1: me leave this theater like wondering if there's any point to like life or like mm-hmm. if like people are performing mass demonic rituals <laughs> like in the in the backgrounds of life, like to just like slowly like suck this world dry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that was like the essence I got from Hereditary. I like um, I do like the something more. I think about like insidious. I really loved how you thought we were getting a resolution. Oh, he saves his son. Oh, it's like, it's all happy. And then you get that last moment. She takes the picture of him. Turns out he's the fucking spoiler alert. <laughs> turns out He's the fucking like creepy demon, witch lady, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that kind of like Ovid cliffhanger, scary cliffhanger a little bit. Um, I would say like, yeah, but, but personal preference, like I want a true just gut punch. Like I want all of the main characters that I built an emotional bond with to be dead or dying. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I want you to really make me love them mm. before you take them away from me. Like abuse mm. me. If you're a horror director, I want you to abuse me. Seriously, don't take it easy. Like, smack me, spit in my fucking mouth. <laughs> gobble me, swallow me. Swallow me, gobble me. <laughs> Bust out the paddle. I want you to hurt me. That's why I came to watch this movie. I wanted to feel something again because I'm already dying inside. I wanted to feel something awful. Because I can't really feel anything. That's what I'm looking for. In That's this. fair.
0: <laughs> That's a way better answer than I could have ever bargained for. I think
1: <laughs> I need to make you watch Hereditary sometime. It's yeah, really going to happen. It's the most. Um,
0: well, I've seen it once.
1: Oh, you have seen. I've Hereditary.
0: seen it once. Yeah, okay. it's been a little bit, but I've seen that, and I and I have seen Midsummer. Which oh,
2: you did, huh?
0: Yeah. the The thing I will say about Midsummer is it's probably the first like horror movie that i watched that didn't totally rely on dark to scare you like most horror movies are like take place at night right jump scares we don't know what's out there mm-hmm. always happens at night always Absolutely. but this one it was like bright sunny middle of the day and it's they still had the way of making you feel like uneasy so i thought that was cool brilliant yeah yeah,
1: yeah there was definitely and there was still like a hopelessness at the end of that, although for me, at just at the time, it was like a little more confusing. I was just like, really, like that's what? What does that mean? And then mm-hmm. of course, I get all film schooly and yeah. I do film school, and then I'm like, oh, okay, like it means that you know, she's the, everything that's burning in the temple is a representation of blah blah blah, and she has given herself to them, and she has gone mad. Yeah, but she is finally found community and and blah 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 whatever the fuck yeah but um yes i do think like the niche of that is how you say it
0: niche 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 i don't know niche
1: the niche yeah
0: niche niche oh that's true i have heard it both ways
1: fuck half of this podcast is gonna be like a grammar podcast or like a fucking vernacular (laughs) or a goddamn
0: like (laughs) <laughs> half, the, half this podcast is us just being like Is this how it is Is this how you say, this this? How you say it What does that mean Am I even it? getting that right this, <laughs> Is this person even in the movie we're talking about right.
1: I want our, our everyday I want to To never get too much into like Assignments like I want a natural Experience like I I tried to watch first of all I've tried to watch three episodes Of Marvel's What if on Disney Oh Plus how is it well, that's the thing. It's like every time I start one, something happens. I didn't really like the first one.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And it might, like, maybe I am sexist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold on, this podcast is going to take a turn. I think. <laughs> okay. Let's I'm just hear
1: kidding. this. But like, yeah. I it's not. I actually I think it has nothing to do with Peggy Carter becoming Captain Britain or something like oh. Captain America. Oh, okay. I think it just has everything to do with like. Oh, you love Captain America. I feel really bad.
0: I do, No, go for it. I
1: just, I just didn't really want to like see the whole like wartime Captain America vibe. Mm, like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. The I guess there was a cool thing about it is like Steve Rogers still super small in like a. Am I fucking spoiling the shit out of this for you? Have you?
0: I haven't seen. Do you it, care? But no, I okay. mean. It's like at this point, man, what am I going to get around know, to watching right? it?
1: right? And like by the time – I don't know if this happens to you, but like I don't care when people spoil things for me because by the time I go to watch it, I forgot what they said.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And at the same time too, when people spoil things for me, it makes me want to watch it more.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah.
1: anyways, Steve Rogers without the super soldier serum in, yeah. a, in a Hulkbuster suit, like old-timey mm. Iron Man Hulkbuster suit, kind of fucking sick. Okay. But just like the aesthetic of World War 2, I think I wasn't in the mood to see. Okay. I just don't think I was. And then like everyone was all hype around um Chadwick Boseman's last T'Challa, which was basically what if Black Panther was Star-Lord and uh um, Oh, wow. It it seemed fine. <clears throat> and then I tried to watch the Doctor Strange one last night. Really good. Fine enough, but that's the thing about like, you know, I think most movie podcasts or, or entertainment podcasts, like, you know, it's an assignment throughout the week. Like we got to watch the thing
2: so Mm. we can talk
1: about the stuff. Yeah, And for me, it's like, no, I'm going to grab some Taco Bell, get halfway, (laughs) get halfway through what if. And then, um, something's going to come up and I'm going to turn it off. (laughs) 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 And and that's just like, that's where I, that's where I want to have that kind of difference where it's like, yeah, I turned on Loki Mm -hmm. and, and then I started fooling around with my lady, my old
0: lady,
1: you know? And it's like, did I finish Loki? No, I started fooling around with my old lady.
0: Did you finish a lady?
1: Yeah. I finished my old lady. Cool. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: That's Broke dark. Hip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, so really, like, yeah, actually old uh, lady.
1: Like, my actual old lady. Nice. Yeah, rest in peace, hey. uh, Greta.
0: Greta. <laughs> Ruth.
1: <laughs> my girlfriend's actually going to hear that and be like, who the fuck is Greta? Like, who the fuck? Are you fucking serious?
0: I'll actually break her hip. <laughs> I don't care how old she is.
1: <laughs> That's the essence for me of what I'm trying to do, at least, is, like, bring that realistic perspective, you know? It's like that idea we had of like, what did you almost watch? Or like, (laughs) what did you like try to get through? Or what are you maybe going to watch? Because like, I'm not even certain. And I was pretty good on the WandaVision and the Loki Mm -hmm, and and the Winter Soldier. I don't know when I'm going to get around to finish these what ifs. They're really not catching me like like all those other ones. Okay. Loki Hmm. was pretty sick.
0: Yeah, time. I need to finish Loki. Kind of
1: corny in some spots though. Really. We need to we need to take we need to get we need to attack Marvel in an honest way. Not attack him, but we need to not let him get away with some of the shit we let him get away. Sure. With. We let him get away with some stuff. Quite a bit. I think you can, yeah, I'm glad yeah. you can even and look, we love Marvel to death. Mm-hmm. We let him get away with some shit.
2: Definitely. And it's
1: unacceptable. Oh yeah. You guys with your budget. <laughs> And you can do whatever the fuck you want.
0: And, and yet,
1: and yet, don't give me a corny, some corny editing with that fight scene in Loki. Mm. We're there with the time, whatever the fucks,
0: <laughs> the time police or the something. Time police. I haven't seen. I've seen one episode. That's
1: what I love about you is you. You know, you you are a Marvel fan. Yeah, like I know you're a fucking Marvel fan. Like fuck, love
0: it, love it,
1: and and like. You don't care that you haven't seen Loki. Yeah, that's why I love it. I love that
0: about you. Exactly. You could give two fucks. Yeah. If I if I get around to seeing it, I get around to seeing right. it. It wasn't hot on my list. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but am I dying to watch it? No. No,
1: no. I think you see through it. You mm-hmm. see through Marvel's marketing campaigns. Yeah. And yet, like you, you love it, which I think should. We should before we sign off, let's talk about Spider Man Ooh No Way Home trailer.
0: Baby. Talk about something that I will absolutely be there on opening night for. Let's do it. Pod-
1: podcast exclusive? Yeah. Let's podcast do it. Podcast
0: exclusive. Yeah. Man, we gotta we gotta talk about it. We gotta break it down like that trailer that came out. Yeah. That was like a wet dream. If they do what I think they're going to do, what people have been talking about them doing, mm-hmm. I don't say this lightly, it's going to be more hype than Endgame. For sure. 100%.
1: Spider-Man himself and his universe is definitely more lovable mm-hmm. than all of the Avengers coming together to do a time heist. mm mm-hmm.
0: 100%. Oh, yeah. Well, I... Like we talked about last time, we grew up with Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. that was like Mm -hmm. the first real superhero movie that came out for us. Yes. Ever. Ever. So Spider-Man was my first favorite superhero Mm
2: -hmm.
0: before Captain America and stuff. But we've come a long way. Right. This has been a huge buildup. Absolutely. For every Spider-Man fan, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Mm -hmm. That trailer came out and I was like. They're really going to do this. They're really going to do it. It's really happening. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't just talks anymore. This is, I've seen, I've seen what they're doing. I'm, I guess my concern, my worry is that they're not going to go all the way through with it. Sure. That's probably my concern
1: is that they're going to give you, they're going to give us a little bit of what we want, mm-hmm. but they're not going to go all the way full throttle. Yeah. We're going to get, and I hate that about movies just in general.
2: Yep. You, you,
1: you know what we want. It's like them not showing all of Godzilla until the last 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like we're going to build up to all what we're looking for to the other Spider-Mans yeah. to the Doc Ox <sighs> And it's going to be like a fraction Mm-hmm. That's a valid fear.
0: Because it's clear that they've got those guys from all the different universes. Right. They've got Green Goblin from Toby's. They've got Doc Ock from Toby's. Mm-hmm. They've got Electro from Andrew Garfield's. There's speculation that there's, like, the lizard guy. And Sandman. And Sandman, yeah. Mm-hmm. And potentially, I know, like, Venom has to be in there at some point. I think, ooh, like, they fucking better. Like, and that's another thing. I've never seen Venom.
1: Right, you never seen Venom? No. It kind of
0: blows. I've and heard mixed reviews. I
1: just found out that ooh, I'm about to fucking get mad.
0: I, oh, I, okay, yeah, do it. Who?
1: I didn't think. I thought I got over this a little bit. Okay, but um, just the fact that I'm gonna say it again, it really pissed me the fuck off. Venom two mm-hmm. just just came out that it's gonna be rated PG thirteen. Oh, go fuck yourself, Sony. Mm. Go. Fuck Fuck yourself. You're going to put Carnage? Carnage, Cleek, Cle, whatever his name is. Cletus Casey, Catus Cleecey. <laughs> I know neither of those were correct. But the character is a serial killer. What? Played by Woody Harrelson. Mm. Carnage. He ends up getting the symbiote. 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 Becomes Carnage. That's the whole shtick.
0: Cletus. Yeah, Cletus Cassidy.
1: Ah, Cletus. So you did Cassidy. get it right, I Cletus. Was
2: close.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're gonna make this motherfucker PG-13. And listen to what I said earlier. I said that Spider-Man himself and his entire universe is more lovable than the Avengers' fucking situation. Mm. And yet, Sony could not capitalize on that. And yet Sony fumbled the fucking ball on that. And they are continuing to by giving me PG-13 Venom 2 with Carnage in it. Go fuck yourself.
0: I love it. Mm -hmm. I love the passion. I love the anger. I'm pissed. Because you know what? They could do it.
1: They could do it. We've
0: seen Deadpool. We just saw Suicide Squad. Just saw Suicide Squad. Just
1: saw Suicide Squad.
0: We're in the age, we were talking about this, of darker superhero movies. And why not? I haven't seen Venom, but I can tell you like, that's a darker superhero movie. That's a movie that needs to be probably more violent, more vulgar, Mm -hmm. more just grittier even. Absolutely. Um, So to make it PG-13, man, it's just, and that's also what like worries me about eventually bringing Deadpool into this universe because how are they going to do that? Because you're going to have these like, Fun campy characters that are like, ooh, we're superheroes. We no cussing, and <laughs> and then you're gonna have Deadpool who can look right into the camera and be like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm touching myself tonight. Yep. How is that? How's that merger gonna happen?
1: Right. Right. I don't know. They need to fuck. They need to do Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Ooh. And just have him do that. That was a comic book series. Wonderful. But I, I'm just like wondering too. Like what? What are they going to get at? Like, is Ryan Reynolds? I want to know what Ryan Reynolds is feeling at this moment. Does mm. he feel excitement, hopeful, or does he feel like they're going to take his baby and throw
0: it off a bridge? Man. I want to know what Ryan Reynolds knows. Right. What does what does Ryan Reynolds know? Does he know
1: who's going to be Wolverine?
0: Mm. You know, because <sighs> I feel like he's built such a, um, I don't know. Foundation for himself. He's got some say now. Oh yeah. He's earned it. He's got some pool.
1: Boy, had. <laughs> he's got some pool. Yeah. He's got some pool.
0: He's got. Oh, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did that on. I didn't. I didn't even realize. <laughs> yeah, he's got some pool. Fucking. Uh,
1: he's more than earned it. Oh yeah. Because. They weren't even going to make Deadpool until they released that test footage. Leaked it. Leaked it. Yeah. Right. Leaked it. Not released it. Couple million on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Highest grossing R-rated film of all time.
0: Is it really? I
1: thought so. I don't know. Maybe not
0: anymore. <laughs> I love it. I love that we don't actually <laughs> know most of what we say. I'm
1: <laughs> yeah. um, all I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> At least for a while, I thought it, it held that title.
0: For sure. That's what I'm saying is not only does he have the pool to, like, make something happen with the studios and stuff, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's also the guy who could sit down with Hugh Jackman and be like, hey, come back. Right. We can do this again and we can do it right and we can do it better. And Hugh Jackman would be like, sure. Right. Of course.
1: Of course. Oh, he's going to be the one for their multiverse, even Mm -hmm. if we get a snippet of fucking Hugh Jackman. By the way, Joker took over as highest grossing R-rated film of all time. Did it
2: really? Deadpool
1: 2 is number two,
2: Mm. and
1: Deadpool is number three. Okay. So, really, yeah. So, when Deadpool came out, it was the highest grossing... Well, I guess it... No, because it was never higher than Deadpool. So, anyways... Deadpool, yes, highest grossing. Top five was when it came out, and then Deadpool two, and then Joker took it over. Hmm. And then for some reason, at six Detective Chinatown three.
2: Hmm.
0: What the hell is that? Uh,
1: don't no. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Passion of the Christ coming in at number eight. Holy what a shit. fucking time to be alive! And Fifty Shades of great making the top ten. Detective Chinatown 3 2021 Chinese comedy mystery buddy film directed and written by I don't know, it, it something tells me it would be like inappropriate to try and pronounce this name so I'm just not gonna <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so I'm just not going to I wanna at least look at <laughs> yeah, it
1: like, I don't wanna butcher it I just mm, I don't want to butcher it and I don't want to um oh give it a I mean it has to the first name has to be Shen maybe uh, I don't know, even want to attempt into, to correct yeah, no, you we, we can't get canceled within the first two episodes
0: You know what it, what the, the title sounds like the title <laughs> the title sounds like someone saw that movie and tried to translate it for Americans and just mm racist the shit out of it yeah like detective chinatown three that that sounds so (laughs) that can't possibly be the actual name of it like when this director (laughs) made that movie it has to be like someone went over there Mm -hmm. saw it tried to translate it for americans and that's what they came up with that's what they came out
1: with right there i was sitting here thinking it was like the third installment of the Chinatown film with Jack Nicholson. Like, oh, okay. that's like, <laughs> was like,
0: like, a spinoff.
1: Huh? Detective Chinatown three. Like <laughs> I wonder, uh... also three, there's three of these. <laughs> right, that's a good point. There mm-hmm. is three of these. And I was wondering, you know, I, I thought it was the Jack Nicholson one. And, but by that time, um, the director of that film would have already been, uh, in Europe fleeing child assault charges
0: (laughs) who was the director of that
1: what the fuck is his cocksucking name he is the (laughs) one who was married to to Sharon Tate when she got killed by the Manson family um boy what's his I'm gonna look up Sharon Tate first
0: you know the more we talk on this podcast the more I'm realizing I don't know anything about anything
1: Roman Polanski Hmm. Roman Polanski
0: no idea I've heard the name, but I don't.
1: Yeah, there's some connections. Did you watch Watch Upon a Time in Hollywood? I didn't. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, it was a reimagining of that historical moment. Yeah. But at the same time, it followed, you know, Roman Polanski, Sharon Tate, Manson Family. Hmm. um, And then some fictional characters. Yeah. Played by Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Bruce Lee is in it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of controversy around that.
0: Is there? Why?
1: I just don't know, actually, but I, I could look into it more. But really, it's like the way Tarantino portrayed Bruce Lee and like Bruce Lee's daughter is like, fuck you for making my dad look like a fucking idiot or something. And oh. Tarantino's like, that's how your dad acted. And she's like, that's my fucking dad. I think I would have known how he would acted besides those old Hollywood stories you hear from producers about my dad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of that back and forth. No, we started talking about Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Ended up talking about uh Roman Polanski. Man. And a fleeing charges for underage criminal.
0: <laughs> we just we derail so quickly <laughs> here. Sure. So so quick. I can't even I can't even make the connection on how we got there. I don't know. Either. I don't remember.
1: Oh yeah, uh, uh Deadpool Marvel Universe. Oh. Uh Detective Chinatown Detective 3. Detective Chinatown 3. <laughs> I'll say this much. It's weird how on YouTube lately I've been seeing old clips from old Spider-Man movies have like this huge influx where like the the clip of like uh fucking let's say um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man black suit fighting James Franco in the house in their normal clothes twenty one million views on YouTube all of a sudden yep you know like it's blowing the fuck up like all the like the doc Ock at the bank like 16 million views and like the nostalgia's there it's perfect time and but you kids are lucky like they get whatever like i had to like sit through spider-man 3 just to get a fucking glimpse of venom you know how bad i wanted venom back then i was real big on venom back then Mm. I had to sit through, and I love Spider Man Three, and like everyone shit on it, and like now everyone fucking loves it again.
0: Isn't that just the thing? It's the thing. Everyone shits on Toby too, and I feel like now there's going to be a shift where everyone's like, "Oh my god, Toby, mm-hmm. the greatest the Spider Man we ever deserved, whatever." Spidey. Yeah, and I'm like, "No, no, where the fuck did you come from? Yeah, you were shitting on him all these years, and now Spider Verse comes out, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, live action Spider Verse, because let's just call it it's that." Like, <laughs>
1: How about that? What came first? The chicken or the egg? Mm. Because, boy, if more... You gotta give props to those Spider-Verse people. Yeah. yeah. Chicken or the egg? Like, did they know they were heading here? Or did that really cool, out-of-nowhere animated film... Spark it. ...make Marvel say, oh, yeah, that's how we could do it. <laughs> we could just... Now multiverse spider-man story is not that's not the first time it was done but still yeah or is marvel pissed that they beat him to the punch
0: and they're like hold on
1: was there some behind the scenes like we we can't let you guys do this story yeah because of what we have planned and they're like go fuck yourself which would be super punk rock
0: that's so cool
1: yeah a lot of speculation there. A
0: lot of, yeah. A lot of, spe- a lot of speculation.
1: I would like to, on this podcast, break news that is not even true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we totally have the power to do that.
1: <laughs> like, like you heard here exclusively, Venom is going to be in Spider-Man, No Way Home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, is that what it's called?
0: Yeah, No Way Home. Okay.
1: What was the last one called?
0: Far From Home. Oh, okay. In Farms Homecoming. Homecoming. <laughs> mm.
1: Did they need a... <laughs> Hammer down, hammer, hammer that home.
0: The, ah, there you go.
1: Ah, that time I didn't even know.
0: Ooh, actually. Yeah, there you go. That's when they're going to do the Spider-Man Thor crossover. Ah. Hammer that home. Oh,
2: you clever fucker. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: Give me a job. I like that. I could do this.
1: Honestly, though, a couple Aussies, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Hemsworth, Tom Holland, couple Australian fucks.
0: Is Tom Holland Australian? He's
1: Australian as shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's Australian as shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you should hear it. You should get uh, well, next time or in the meantime, listen to a video of him just talking. Okay. Yeah. Aussie ass motherfucker. i they- <laughs> 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 be in the Steve Irwin biopic and shit. He's good.
2: Oh,
0: oh. Ah, that's interesting. Be cool. Hold on. Yeah. Well, I know he's playing um, Nathan Drake. Ah, the uncharted yes. movie. He sure is. Which will be interesting.
1: That motherfucker is going to be so fucking cocksucking rich, Tom Holland.
0: Man, he's really doing it. He's just getting in on all the franchises.
1: I'm actually proud of him. I'm happy for
0: him. I am. Yeah. Although I really, really like not to not any sort of disrespect to Tom Holland, but I really, really liked Nathan Fillion's
2: because
0: mm. like that's what everyone is doing, right? They were creating like the fan. They're like Nathan Fillion would be the perfect casting for Nathan Drake, and then he actually went and made a short about it mm. where he played that character. Mm. And he was Nathan Drake, and it was awesome, and it was perfect. And I feel like they they could have done that. They, they should have done that. They went with the name. Mm-hmm. They went with Tom Holly. Tom, Tommy Hall. Tom Hollywood. Tom Hollywood. <laughs> because
1: of who he is instead of going with the old, with the fillion.
0: Yeah. And maybe he'll still do great. Or maybe they can do, like, young Nathan Drake, older Nathan Drake. Oh. I don't know. Um, I just really, I was just really a fan of what Nathan Fillion did with it. Plus, un- his name is Nathan. It's already Nathan. Uncharted Cinematic Universe? Mmm. Um, Uncharted Multiverse? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's right. too much. On that note, I got to pee. Okay. And you know I'm driving to Colorado in like an hour and a half. Oh, you are?
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm excited.
1: This is happening.
0: You'll come back and tell us all about your adventures. A
1: vacation mode. Nice vacation
0: mode i love vacation mode it's
1: happening i'm oh, going back to colorado i was already in colorado nice. but now i'm going camping
0: oh i love camping
1: yeah camping time elephant butte
0: Elephant. Love- <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah man dude i can't even remember the last time i went to elephant butte yeah, i don't
1: know if i've actually ever been
0: <laughs> it's only okay i guess yeah. i don't know it's yeah. probably just really muddy now I don't- yeah, man. it's probably
1: like not even Global warming. Yeah. Yeah. that's
0: not. By the way, there's no elephants there.
1: Right. If you're
0: thinking, Elephant Butte, I'd love to go and see some elephants. They're not. not. single elephant. Only at the zoo, I guess. At the zoo. And maybe even then. I haven't been in years. I don't know if they're still they're there. They're still there. Are they? Okay. Yeah,
1: they're still doing their thing. Okay. Three or, three or four. Hmm. There's even hippos at the zoo.
0: There are hippos at yeah, the zoo. The
1: whole fucking Mad- cast of Madagascar at the
0: They face. are, man. <laughs> I saw a giraffe being birthed at our zoo. You were there that day? Yeah, I was there that day. It was a dark day. Giraffe pussy. Yeah.
1: People say that. Do they? Yeah, they say higher than giraffe pussy.
0: Oh, they do say that.
1: You saw it.
0: I saw it. <laughs> 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 witnessed <laughs> it, man. What a, what a spectacle.
1: That just made me feel really existential, actually. Like, birth.
0: <laughs> yeah. Life. Yeah.
1: And not just us, but all the other animals.
0: All of everything is birthed Yeah Huh Talk about welcome to earth kind of thing man right. That giraffe just plummets like six feet to the ground <laughs> As it's welcome to earth
1: <laughs> Like Like welcome to life Yeah Smack down on the ground
0: Learn to walk
1: Learn to walk <laughs> Yeah Get your legs under you Get your sea legs
0: Dude animals are so much more advanced than humans They are Like, an animal will learn to walk within the hour.
1: And what's advanced about animals, too, is, like, they're so, like, not worried about so many things. Yeah. Like, I just think about myself as a human, and I'm just, like, I care so much about too many things.
0: Like, taxes.
1: They don't give a fuck. No. They just are themselves.
0: They already know, like, what to do. They know (laughs) everything.
1: Animals aren't insecure.
0: No. No. No, do you think in an animal's like, man, I've really put on some weight.
1: Right. They're competitive, but they're not insecure.
0: For sure. Although we don't know that. Right. I right. guess there could be insecure animals out there.
1: You ever seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? I have. Yeah. Makes me think about that. Hmm. Makes me think about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> on that note, enjoy okay. your trip to Colorado. Thank you. We'll see you when you get back. I'll be back. I yep. hope. Uh, oh wow! Ouch! That's dark. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you come back too. Thanks.
1: <laughs> These will be memorialized. If I know. Uh,
0: two episodes.
1: <laughs> 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 the best shortest running podcast of all time. That's yeah. We'll now nah, I'll be back. All right. Now nah, I'll be
0: back. All right. Good. Cool. Nah.
1: We'll be here.
0: We'll be here. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Well, until next time. You've been
2: tuning into Tom Fuckery. <laughs> Tom Fuckery.